One of my students has just left. A mature student, a creative writer. She came from an hour away in the heat. And we spent just over an hour discussing how to get closer to our character. She's writing about a young man living on a farm. It's a very Thomas Hardy-esque sort of story. We looked at a painting together, a painting that she has in her family of a farrier. A farrier is the man who shods the horse's hooves. Beautiful painting, amateur, amateur painting, but full of emotion. The farrier is bent over in the shape of a, of a U, humped backed as he holds the horse's hoof close to his limbs. The man is turned down towards the ground, towards the hoof. And it's almost as though he's retreating into the internal world of the horse's foot. And I asked my student whether she felt that the horse might be in pain or whether the foot might be tender and soft. Because after all, nails go through a horse's hoof. And I said to her, look at the shape of the flanks of the horse and how the body of the man with his hooped U-shaped back melds and moulds into the hoop-shaped flank of the horse, the back of the horse, and how those two bodies merge together as though they were one. I said, this is what we need to do as writers. We need to bring our characters into close contact with another character or an object or another subject, which may be an animal. And I can still see that farrier with his humped back leaning down towards the foot of the horse. And it feels to me, and I can feel it inside my body, and that's what we need to do when we write is feel through our body. I can feel the way his body has learned to relax into the job, the way his arms fold inward. I can feel the metal on the bottom of the horse's hoof, hard iron, I imagine. And I can feel the center of the horse's foot as I press with my fingers now imaginatively into the tender spot. And around the flank of the horse, and I'm gesturing now with my arm, I'm making a small hill with my arm in the air, a curve around the curving flank of the horse, was this grey spectral shape, what looked like a ghost. And my student and I observed the ghost of the horse, and we spoke of who that might be some remnant of the past, some revenant, some spectre watching over the process of the farrier, perhaps checking whether he can still shod horses' hooves. A ghost of the past. Because when we write, we are always partly, as writers, as authors, a ghost to the scene that we observe. And we need to play out that scene in our mind's eye and inhabit the scene spectrally, to be there and not there, like Hamlet's ghost. And that is really how 
you manage the difficult operation of writing up a third person character voice as though it were a first. You are close enough to the shape and the outline and the tender spots and skin of your character that you can almost touch them. Bend over them as the farrier bends over the horse's foot, holding it in his hand, full of concentration and attention. And it is almost an act of sacrament, a sacramental act, a giving over of yourself, a subsuming of control and curation of that moment as you pay full attention to the sensory aliveness of the body in space. And still the fretful dog barks and barks. Perhaps he's too hot today like the rest of us. Hot and barky. Poor little furry thing. The modern world is never really silent. I'm struck by how many sirens I hear continuously, continuously going over the bridge nearby, dogs barking. Fretful world, we live in such a fretful world. Machines going, lawnmowers, strimmers, drills, heavy tools everywhere, people always building, building, building. There seems to be a building frenzy on. Wherever I go, I see workmen, scaffolding. I hear tools drilling, drilling, drilling. So hard to find silence. So hard. We have to make it inside ourselves. We have to make it inside ourselves. The singer-songwriter Natalie Merchant sings beautifully. Build a levee deep inside. Build a levee deep inside. A levee is a dam, a raised bank, a piece of land where you sit or stand apart from the flow, the rush of the busy river of life. And still there is the roar of the engine, the mechanical world. So we must build our silence deep inside. Build a levee. Build your own piece of land.
Thank you for listening to A Reading Life, A Writing Life with writer and teacher Sally Bailey produced by Andrew Smith If you've enjoyed this podcast please like it, give us a review or mention us to friends or on social media Thank you.